good afternoon pretty much now. Um, I had recorded this episode <laughs> earlier this morning in the woods and realized that something had cut me off, but I didn't know and I did all this talking and nothing was recording. So um, I am here again, this time in the park, um, because I cannot... I cannot podcast at home right now. As you guys know, we got a new kitten and uh, her, my other cat and her are so loud and rough when they play and there's just, there's just no way to um, be able to get anything done. So I decided to come out here um, and do our, you know, most, you know, I would say like popular episode for you charmers, is the sex and relationship aspect, and I'll be coming to you with two books, though, because one of them, I mentioned to you guys, I purchased a erotic astrology, um, the sex secrets of your horoscope revealed, um, and I realized when I looked through it, it's, it's, it's thick, but it's short in the sections, and I was like, it'll, it'll basically be like a 10-minute show, and I was like, you know, I'm sure you guys are going to want to hear more than that. So I also have, and I have this book and finally found it, Sex Signs, Every Woman's Astrological and Psychological Guide to Love, Men, Sex, Anger, and Personal Power by Judith Bennett. And um, this book is great, but it, it doesn't say anything about men. So that's why I got the erotic one, because I do have male listeners and I don't want to leave them out. So, um, of course, the sex signs is definitely going to be more toward the women, and the other one is going to be overall for everyone. So I hope you guys like this. Um, I created a Twitter um, as well. It's like at the Charming Libra. Uh, if you guys want to leave me some comments, if you like the show, what do you want to hear, all that kind of good stuff. And um, also for the erotic astrology, um, it's going to be broken up in a few parts because it has your sun sign, of course, uh, which we'll do. They don't have rising signs, but they also have sun and Mars. And I'm going to save that for the Mars episode so that you guys can understand exactly what Mars um, does because it's not going to make sense for me to read it now. And everyone's like, well, wait, what does Mars mean? You know, so I'll do that. And then they also have moon and Venus, which is going to be for the moon uh, episodes. (laughs) Ooh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy week. I'm still kind of feeling blah, but I'm not going to let it stop me. I've been down for a while as far as um, being able to be physical and all that stuff. I'm not sick with the corona or nothing. They actually made me test for it, even though I had no symptoms except for feeling tired. Um but they were like, let's just be safe. So I was like, okay, that's fine with me. And of course I was negative. So, um, all right. So yeah, this first book, the sex, um, the sex signs, it's going to be, um, not really lengthy, but, um, I think it's about like a little over 15 pages. So let's go ahead and get started. So of course we're going to start with Leo. Um, and it has the checklist of Leo traits. So it says, note, this checklist describes the traits of one phase only. If it doesn't seem to fit you, check other lists to find the phase you are in right now. So that is very interesting. 
So here are, there's 30, well, 35 checklists. So I'm going to read all of them. And I would love to know what you guys, uh, who who are Leo suns and stuff or Leo moons or Leo risings, you know, like myself, um, I would love to know where you guys fall in. I'll try to see if any of this relates to me and then I'll let you know, cause I am a Leo rising. Um, I don't know about you guys, but like, I notice like fall, like everyone's trying to rush fall in. And although like I'm enjoying the sunshine, I'm kind of excited. So I actually kind of splurged a little bit with uh, not really fall clothes. There's this cute, like H&M has some really cute clothing. So I recommend before it gets sold out, because usually when you sleep on that kind of stuff, it gets sold out quick, especially depending on what size you are. But anyways, so the checklist of Leo traits, here it is. So I'm starting at number one, and there's a total of 35, so I'll let you know when I start to the next column. So this is one through 12, amorous, fiery, romantic, stylish, regal, formal, warm, social, gossipy, political, has high self-esteem with a flaw, creative, often gifted, self-promoting, demanding, and magnanimous. Okay, so that's 1 through 12, so 13 through 24 is amateur therapist, inspiring, good executive, hates details, shirks routine, big spender, authoritative, um, opinionated, brash, proud, complicated, self-indulgent, lax. And this one, the next column is 25 to 35, is childlike fun, gullible, trusting, vain, anxious, strong, dramatic, showy actress, self-conscious, Immature and sensitive, needs a fan club, a following. Hmm, so interesting. So if I had to relate to any of it, I don't relate to a full, like, each, there's, like, a full, like, some of it. Like, I would say amorous and fiery, romantic, definitely. Regal, I've been told. I don't consider myself a stylish person. I actually, like, kind of like things that other people don't. You would almost think I'm an Aquarius which is actually the opposite side of my Leo rising. So I don't know if I'm expressing some of that. Warm definitely is me. Um, I can be, uh, I can be creative when I want to, but I have a Virgo Mars that makes me like fucking want to be a perfectionist. So it fucks it up. Um, I'll say I, I, I definitely think magnanimous is me. People just I don't know what it is, but people will just draw to me and then just start telling me their life story and everything. Um, let's see what else. I can be self-indulgent, um, inspiring, um, gullible, childlike fun for sure, anxious, strong, dramatic, showy actress, definitely that self-conscious, immature, and um, that's that's what I relate to. So it says, and it's, of course, going to give us, oh, my God, it's going to give us, like, all of this stuff. So I guess, like, all the stuff that it mentioned, it's going to relate. But there's some things I feel like I don't think I should read all because it's pretty much almost like being, like, we're reading sun signs and shit again. And so... I think I'm going to start, let's see, because this is the sex and relationship part, so I'm going to start with the Leo relationships, 
because uh, the rest of it is pretty much like almost like me reading sun signs all over again and that's just not we already did that we've been there to that <laughs> so leo relationships it says i believe myself that romantic love is the source of the of the most intense delights that life has to offer and that's uh, a quote by bertrand russell marriage and morals it says there are three consistent threads that run through leo through the Leo woman's love life, her tendency to be a play, to be player and spectator in romantic lovemaking, her exaggerated expectations with her egocentric ro- romanticism. She has these traits naturally in our cultural, and our culture raises women in such a way as to anticipate them. Uh, the Leo woman's greatest challenge in relationships is to overcome her selfishness and allow herself to be genuinely involved. You know, the Leos I know are not selfish, uh, like the Leo women in their relationships at all. They're actually way giving. And um, that's why I always say the chart matters more um, because that would you would look at your Venus sign for that. Um, so perhaps this can relate to a Leo Venus as well. Uh, so let's see. She is bound at first to approach love as a game or as a test of man- managerial skills. She is quite likely to conceptualize love as a masterpiece akin to Michelangelo's David, a solid thing created slowly by passion, permanently erected in the spotlight, left by itself to reign supreme. In Leo's view, love is often an an unchallenged and unchanging entity made to serve her needs. The Leo woman wants what she wants and may go through countless miseries trying to get it. She is sometimes too fixated on the ideal of her own good. She may not be willing to change, when change becomes necessary. She is strong-willed and proud, and she may be outspoken, dictatorial, vulgar, boisterous, and condescending, all the while aching with loneliness. She is a good actress, but this can hurt her when she covers up vulnerability with bossiness. Yes, this, Leo women, or Leos, don't do that. Don't do that because that's one thing I notice is that when you guys feel like you're being vulnerable, you feel like someone is getting into that vulnerable spot, you'll come off as a very, like, you know, bossy kind of slash bitchy person where, you know, like people kind of get turned off by you. And it's like, then you're like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. But really deep down inside, you're like crying. You know, you're like a little lion cub. Like, well, how come nobody wants to be with me? How come no one likes me? That's why, like, it's okay to show your emotion. Like, you guys are fire. You know what I mean? Fire is explosive. And when you need to basically express yourself, please do it because that way it'll come out in a more, I would say elegant way compared to the, when it, when you explode, you know what I mean? So yes, stop doing that guys. But the Leo woman often attempts to dominate life and to bolster herself with pretense. Perhaps for a while this technique works. She has the talent to inject sunshine into the midnight sky and convince others that it's daylight. But can she convince herself? So can you show that same, you know, like love and optimism and strength for yourself? Because it's so easy. And I feel like that's kind of where my Leo rising comes in. I'm really good at like a lot of people think, oh, you're so confident. You you, you got it. You, you know, you. You, you got everything under control, you know, this and that. And that's because I'm really good at um, projecting that everything is great. Every I got it under control when really I'm fucking melting inside. You know what I mean? And um, it's something that we have to not only be able to show the world, but we have to also show ourselves 
that we can do that and believe we can do it. Um, in romantic fog, the Leo woman usually harbors the expectation that she will sooner or later find the perfect relationship. She may think that it will be effortless to maintain that it will automatically filter out what she does not like about life. But a relationship cannot give Leo or any of us a loving life. Only the development and utilization of her own love potential can. The Leo woman may spend half her life trying to transform frogs, believing they are princes, and the other half trying to reconcile her great expectations with the realities of life, of love, and marriage, of her own and her partner's changing needs. So yes, you guys, if you're with a guy who, um, he ain't no prince, he, he basically is showing he's not going to transform into a prince, stop wasting your time, please. Stop wasting your time. Leos, you guys have the heart of fucking gold. You rule the heart. And, you know, whenever you love someone wholeheartedly, you give everything to them. And I mean everything. And you end up, you know, starved because Leos also need that, you know, like, I don't think you guys expect it back, but you guys need that person to be like, you know what, babe, you take care of me. I love you. You look at you. You look so pretty today. You're always there for me. You have my back. You know, you like, you need that positive words of affirmation type love language, right? And, um, sorry, leaves are flying in my car, but yeah. So, um, if you're giving it to a frog that is not a prince, you're not going to get that back and you're going to be starving and you're going to keep like overdoing yourself to the point of, you know, where you're just going to be hurt and you're going to feel drained and you're not going to feel like you're going to be pouring from an empty cup pretty much. Right. So, you know, go after that prince who is going to show you, you know, more of what you're looking for, more of that, you know, expectation that you need in love and marriage. Okay. So it says, um, How Leos relate lovers and other intimates. So, the Leo woman has a bent toward egocentric rulership. Endowed with good looks and desiring attention, she often dominates her man. She must learn to keep a tight rein on her ruling instinct and channel it into safe and constructive areas. She may be a a femme fatale or a femme fatale, a glamorous queen who turns every man's head. She may have an irreducible charismatic quality that reflects her intuition of her own great potential she may project a sexiness that most men find alluring and irresistible and that is a few find quite frightening the leo woman has nearly an an exhaustible craving and ability to play the lead role until she overcomes her unconscious tendency to use men in relationships to feed her ego she may be harsh and even militaristic in the early years, she is seldom aware of this as a problem. She may not be soft, pliable, and yielding because she has not yet learned to trust and enjoy her femaleness. So, um, you guys know Leo's a fixed sign. So, you guys, um, you know, you're running in the masculine there. So, um, Leo's are very, you know, they're creative. They're go-getters. They go after whatever they want. They don't stop. And they can tend to kind of run through life doing that, even with their partner, where like when their partner is trying to be soft, they're like, well, I don't have time for that, you know, get with it, you know, because you, you have a hard time being vulnerable, you know, 
So you have to be able to know how to balance that, you know, like, of course, when you're out doing your work and stuff, express a little bit of that, you know, um, what is it, um, masculine energy, but you also need to, you know, um, open and feel your, you know, your, your divine feminine as well. She is nevertheless bound to be a good friend, a giver. She seldom minds sharing the good life. She is unlikely to be petty or possessive of her goods. And if she harbors fears, they don't usually faze her much. She tends to have many friends of both sexes, many of them superficial. She is generous, but keeps the best of her winning strategies to herself. She is socially at ease and usually a free spender, this quality tending to endear her to some who might otherwise ignore her. So, yeah. Um, when you, I don't know, to me, I take this as like, when you're a free spender, people will, especially if you're doing it to someone else, they're going to get so used to you doing that shit that they feel like you'll get them whatever they want without them even having to do anything for you. So that's how I take that. She may have hangers, hangers on and must make sure she sorts the wheat from the chaff. She may have many uh, mousy friends, some of whom envy her. Others, the true ones, do not resent her need to be in the limelight and appreciate her full capacity for affection and fun. Her romantic adventures take her through the gentle land of, of smiles dotted with long shadows. She is apt to mendure her, her arm to arm from plush setting to pleasure. She can graduate from shack to castle or survive in modest surroundings if she must. She she takes most things in stride, but she tends to nag or whine a great deal if she feels discounted. Yes. So this is what I'm saying is when Leos will continue to do things for like someone, a man, a friend or anyone they're, you know, loving and doing things for. If they're not getting that praise and rec- recognition, which they need and they're not doing it, they're not necessarily doing that for that. But. They, they're just a sign that they need that attention. They, they have to have that attention or else they will almost like die. So yeah, if you get someone like that um, and no one's giving you the attention you need, then yeah, you'll start to nag it and, and, you know, complain about it, which then you'll get a lot of men who are like, oh, you complain all the time because they're not realizing that they haven't appreciated what you have been doing for them. And likewise with friends and family even, you know? Okay, so she usually dislikes reforming her man, expecting him to be ready-made and ready to act. She is per perennial optimist, and this is one of her charms. She may, for example, be stuck in a bad marriage. She copes with it somehow, finding a way to create sunshine and gives herself an out. Having a baby, taking a trip, or, or opening a new business. This is a healthy, This is healthy, but it can also result in problems later. When a fixed sign such as Leo gets stuck in a relationship that does not meet her needs, she can usually build a good escape route and use it successfully. Often, however, she is reluctant to confront underlying problems, and she can find herself years later faced with the same problems that drove her to escape in the first place. Barbara is a 29-year-old Leo. She has the charm and outward assurance of the Leo cat and also her natural humor, warmth, and and egocentricity. centricity. She came to see me after several of her romances broke up in a two-year period. Feeling blue, she was wondering why the pattern was self-repeating. It came out in the course of therapy that she had tried to use men to fulfill her own needs with little regard for theirs. She opened to have a poor understanding of men, seeing them strictly from the vantage point of her own elevated hilltop. 
Barbara has been unable to believe a man could love her as a whole person. She saw herself as a sex symbol, and she had succeeded in attracting an impressive number of men. She could also hold them, but she somehow felt empty and restless. Though she seemed self-confident, she did not like herself enough. Knowing little about her deeper self, she was caught in her own projections and tended to blame the men. As a Leo-type woman, Barbara was gifted but needed to be constantly indulged and shown she was well-loved. She had an unrealistic view of relationships and, and expected that each new man would fill all her needs without being asked, without explanation. Self-image did not d- did nothing to create a sense of fulfillment. So, yes, some Leos can be detached, and um, you know you can. And um, especially if you're very career-focused or worried about really building your empire, you will step all over people, and you will only use men you know, for your own advantage until you've used them up and they're no good for you. And then you also don't really consider their feelings. Um, you know, they feel used as well eventually. And it just kind of seems like a very um, boring slash loveless relationship. The Leo woman needs for independence is not so great that she does not also enjoy depending on her man. If he does not neglect her pride, vanity, and affection, she is often remarkably well-balanced. She will go wrong only she puts all her eggs in the in one basket with the culturally approved label his. The Leo woman must have varied ways of confirming herself, preferably directly. Uh, running the home may do it, but unless her home is an impressive one and challenge, it probably will lose its allure after a brief interlude. If she could afford it, buying her own baseball team would be more like it. I know a Leo is running a sex therapy clinic, another who owns a gallery, one who runs her own needlepoint business, and three who conduct a catering party service from their homes. All are happily paired. So great expectations. The Leo woman's major trouble spot is her unrealistic set of expectations about sexual love and relationships. Lady Leo has has a more or less secret agenda in her head. Whenever a new man appears to be a serious candidate, she runs him through a series of exercises designed to test whether he truly cares. Her expectation is that he loves her. He will do many or all of the following. One, he will love her regardless of her behavior. Two, he will tell her she is the best, finest, most gorgeous female he has ever encountered without knowing how great her need is to hear this regularly. See, that's what I was saying. They need words of affirmation for the love language. He will tell her um, he will tell her he will love her forever. Four, he will tell her she is the only one he will ever desire. Five, he will tell her she is brilliant. Or six, most of all, he will always tell her whatever she needs to hear without her telling him what this is at any given moment of the day. But even Santa needs to have a letter spelling out Christmas wishes. How can a mere mortal man exceed to Leo's silent demands? A happy marriage, observed French author Andre Morris, is an edifice that most that must be rebuilt daily. The Leo woman is willing to rebuild the most of the edifice that shows, but she is not so willing to rebuild his foundation as well as repairing her own. She may feel that if he loves her, he will be brilliant enough to read her mind and know how to deal with her needs and the needs of the relationships. You know, there's a famous word that I like to say when it comes to this, guys, and this is for um, Leo women, this is for any person relationship. Closed mouths don't get fed. So I'm going to say that again. Closed mouths don't get fed. If you do not tell your partner your needs, 
especially if they're un, you know, un, uh, like clueless on what to do for you, then don't expect him to just magically read your mind. Like it's not going to happen. It's just not. And you playing the silent treatment, you ghosting him for a day and all that shit. That is not a way that's going to get a man to be like, oh, she, she must, she must need me to rub her back or, oh, she must need me to tell her she's pretty. If anything, it's going to be like, what the fuck is her problem? You know what I mean? I don't understand what she wants. I don't get what she wants. And they get frustrated and they fucking leave. And same for, you know, like uh, uh, men and women. You know, you do that to your girlfriend. They're they're not going to fucking know. Like, I mean, women has women. We have women's intuition. I'm not saying that, oh, a woman can read and a guy's not. I'm not trying to be sexist or nothing. But women will kind of pick up on certain things and then they'd be like, you know, what's going on. But some women, like, especially if you don't have time for fucking games and shit, you're, go- you're, go- you're just going to leave. You're going to you're going to go. You're going to be like, what the fuck is his problem? He's not saying stuff like, you know, I you know, I've had to say that in a relationship, you know, like when a, when a guy's saying, oh, like, well, I need this and you didn't do this. And I'm like, well, you have to tell me like I I don't I can't read your mind, you know, and I would I would literally say closed mouths don't get fed you know, because I I can't read your mind. So if I'm doing something that either is making you uncomfortable or you feel like I'm lacking, please let me know because I would gladly start working on doing that for you to make you feel good, right? So please don't do that kind of shit. All right. So it says the glass head syndrome, which where each partner assumes the other to be a mind reader is a widespread problem in intimate relations. Each expect the other to know what he or she feels, thinks, and desires. I love that glasshead syndrome. I want to keep that because I wanna, I'm going to use that because that's actually a perfect, perfect analogy of trying to be a mind reader. Um, so it said each is bound to be disappointed. No, each expects the others to know what he or she feel, feels, thinks, and desires. Each is bound to be disappointed frequently. Eventually, anger builds, and then one partner is backed against the wall, sputtering, what have I said? What have I done? As the other rages. Exactly. Leo, my advice to you is this. You must be fully aware of what you want out of your relationship. Write it down. Writing things down is a good way to become sharply aware and a fine way to keep up with the in- inevitable changes in you. Try to, treat, try to trace your expectations to their <clears throat> excuse me, source. If you find them unrealistic or too high, they probably come from fairy tales, from the media, or from your parents' hopes for their little girl, which often carried unfulfilled wishes for their own lives. Discuss your feeling periodically with your man and also with your friends. Keep the lines of communication opened. You might try painting a, po- a poster of your own and intimate visions of Nirvana. Look at it. It will give you insight. Then evaluate how close your present relationships are to your ideal try to bridge the gap but never expect people to be perfectly to know automatically what you want okay okay um i'm back you guys it's actually been days later um i found myself uh in the hospital for a few days um i you know, I don't know if I mentioned at the beginning, because like I say, I can't replay the show until it's actually posted. Um, but I, I, you know, I was extremely tired. I told you guys, like, really tired. I had no energy, um, not feeling well at all. Um, 
not like in a feverish kind of like coffee or anything, just very lethargic and no energy at all. Um, well, um, everything started to get worse. Um, I started to get like this weird, like burning sensation in my chest, a little bit of like some chest pain, like my side was hurting, my right side was hurting really bad and my stomach was hurting extremely, extremely bad to the point where I like, you know, I've been eating liquids for almost like, I would say over a week, um, cause it hurts so bad. Um, I had went to my naturopath. He said that I was extremely stressed. You guys, I, <laughs> Uh, it's like, I'm, I'm calm, but I, you know, I, I have a huge, like, anxiety, I just have really bad anxiety, and a lot of that can get triggered when things, like, start to go crazy, and then I overanalyze, and then I put myself in a spiral, and panic attacks, and everything else, but on top of all that, um, I, obviously, I was stressed, um, and, Uh, He gave me some things to do for that to calm down my um, adrenaline because my adrenaline and cortisol is extremely high right now. Um, But I've been doing good with being peaceful and, you know, like meditation, everything helps and just cutting off the things that were bothering me. But then I still was feeling, you know, like that same day, actually, I ended up going to the emergency room. Like I said, my chest was everything was burning stomach hurt, you know, pain on the side, and it came to find out that they thought I had the coronavirus, so I had to get tested, um, but they didn't, but they found some fluid in my lungs, so they had to keep me over, I had to be on antibiotics, IV antibiotics, everything, making sure they could find out what it is, they made sure it wasn't blood clots, they got tested for corona, it came out negative, but I ended up having pneumonia, <laughs> And I guess they said, um, I don't know if anyone else experienced it, because I had no coughing, no fever, no nothing. They said, if you don't experience the coughing and stuff or anything, usually it'll show up as extreme fatigue. So that's what happened to me. So they kept me over to give me all like fluids. I was really dehydrated too, um, which is shocking because I drink a lot of water. Um, so I don't know how that happened, but yeah, I was, I was dehydrated. So they gave me like two things of fluids and then two things of antibiotics and everything else. And once they concluded that it was uh, pneumonia, they were like, okay, we can let you go. And he sent me home with two antibiotics, uh, some very strong ones that I'm still on until the end of this week, pretty much. So I feel a lot better, a lot better. (laughs) And, um, my energy is coming back, um, so I'm really happy, but I'm sorry it took so long to release, because now, like, Leo season's almost over, um, so we got to, um, I want to get this done for you guys, so that we can close Leo season out, and then we start all over again with Virgo season, of course, so let me continue where I left off, so sorry about that little interlude, But um, let's see, it says, um, okay, so the topic, I'm still on the same book, obviously, sex signs, so uh, the Leo woman in love, so the Leo woman in love invests her man with the most gorgeous kingly trappings, she can usually make him feel like a king and convince him that he is the luckiest man alive to have found his queen, she is at her most considerate and highly motivated when she is in love, 
She will get out of bed on a cold morning and bring him breakfast. If he is transferred, she may quit her job without a word of complaint to move with him to a new city. She may do his laundry flawlessly. She comes, uh, she comes the closest she will ever come to the traditional idea of the feminine woman. The ultra-feminine phase of the Leo woman in love is not to be mistaken for a lifelong pattern. She is not likely to give up some of her basic tendencies. She, um, she still likes to eat chocolates by herself, read in private, be free of household duties and detail, and she would dearly love to be served in bed herself. But when she is in love, she consistently acts to overcome her resistance to going out of her way for others that is for a while. The proof of her being in love with the man lies in how attentive she is. Though she may be acting in part, she convinces herself too. But don't be too sure she does. Not plan to be the matriarch eventually. If she eliminates the problems that arise from her grand expectation, <laughs> excuse me, and needs for excessive attention, uh, Leo makes a fabulous partner. She can make her man blush with pride, agonize from excitement, break out in anticipation, squirm from longing. She may have him on a leash, but he will adore being led around. And when the tables are turned, nothing is more fun to watch than a lioness prancing in a diamond choker. Like the cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz, she is a softy deep down. She has heart. When she is in love, she pours out her offering. She can heal, adore, praise, worship, serve, support, and paint a golden forever for her man. The Leo in love softens. She purrs. She glows with hope. She is convinced the world is a beautiful place, notwithstanding Dante's vision and the atomic bomb. Very little can threaten her. My advice to her man Beware of offending her, of being unaware of her desires, of not paying her court. You must be able to bring out in her and help her sustain her own love of self. So, yes, Leo women, you guys are so, you guys are loyal AF, like no joke. Like when you love someone, you love hard. And I mean, you do anything for it, like. I, you know, I, I have a good friend that's a Leo. I have, a another friend that has a lot of Leo placements in her big three. And, uh, these people go hard for them, for, for their man, basically like so hard sometimes that they will overcompensate. And as it said, you know, you have to, you know, if you are, um, the husband or boyfriend of a Leo woman, you, you know, you have to, you know, they're, they're very sensitive, I don't care what anyone says, but I I feel like, how can I say this? I feel like, well, I would say, like, I feel like Leos are like the earthy fire signs out of the fire signs, if you get what I'm saying, because I was about to say water sign, but no, that's definitely Aries, Um, but um, Leos you guys, you know, it's like, you guys really give and give and give, and you need to feel appreciated, and that's kind of how, like, earth signs are. Earth signs are very active service, very giving. They put other people before them, and if they do it too much, you know, they start to feel, you know, like, offended, you know, like, you're not giving a fuck about what they're doing for you, because that's an earth sign's way of showing love, and um, I feel like Leo's um, you guys are very sensitive emotionally, and so, um, if someone is not, 
you know, paying the attention that you need or thanking you for what you're doing. And I get, I'm sure, you, you know, you're not doing everything just to be, you know, like thanked, but sometimes it feels nice when someone recognizes what you're doing for them, you know, not just taking and taking and taking and leaving you kind of empty, you know what I mean? So it says lovers and husbands, the Leo woman above all needs a man who can flow with her desire to be center stage and does not sabotage her attempts to express her creative energies. She needs a man who recognizes the natural uh, actress in her and and appreciates her, but he must also be able to help her separate the act from the person for, uh, for from time to time, she almost becomes a character she is playing. She needs a man who understands his own expectations from the relationship so he can guide her to, to become aware of hers. Her man should be discerning. He need not be an extrovert. She will make up for that. He need not be too sociable for she will probably prefer to carry that ball too. But if he is a wallflower, she may start to curb her own needs to shine and later blame him for restricting her. Since the Leo woman can be mentally lazy, she is bound to appreciate a man who is intellectually alert and disciplined. She will probably see the floor when he discourses on Plato or, or, or world economics. Her attention is never captured so effectively as when she watches a crowd gather around her man to listen in in his pearls of wisdom. She is also she also needs a man who is physically more disciplined than she is. In her youth, she may not appreciate how important it is for her to learn self-discipline. Later, she may resent in her man too. She usually realizes it's, it's important only after much experience. She appreciates a man who is creative in any way he chooses. She has an eye for for other people's talent and is not normally so insecure that she must become comp- competitive. From time to time, she may get a few digs in, but this is this is expressive of her need to sit on the throne, too, for a while, rather than of her permanent antagonism. She may think she wants a mate who allows her to be the star, and she is right. However, he must be able to hold his own. She needs to have some tension in her romantic la- relationship, a yin to her yang. She may, she may be attractive to a man who is more sensitive than she. She can be quite obtuse and needs to learn to be more thoughtful. Unfortunately, she is not usually a star pupil. The world of small emotions and gestures barely interests her. With perseverance through, though, her man can teach her his importance in human relations. So basically, like, if you're the spouse or person of a Leo woman, you do have to definitely let her shine. And I feel like, um, as it said, it says Leo women don't do well with men who are more sensitive slash emotional. You know, she just doesn't really, you know, it just, you know, it just, I think she's a little too strong for that. Uh, so she needs a man who, I feel like a man who will understand her needs, um, but have, you know, not be too detached, you know, from her. But to be able to be like, hey, you know, like, chill, you know what I mean? Because you know how, like, some signs just kind of need that where it's like uh, sometimes some signs do well with having someone else that's kind of as attached as as they. So, like, to me, like, an Aquarius, a Gemini, um, what else? I would probably say Sagittarius, um... 
I don't know, maybe, maybe Aries a little bit, not too much, because Aries really need a lot of attention and affection, um, but maybe, no, I'm gonna leave that out, you know, I would, I would just say Leo, too, those are signs who seem like they vibe most well with people who are not too in their emotions, um, because they themselves, um, are not like that, even though Leo out of all of them to me is definitely more emotional than the ones I just mentioned, but they're not overly, you know, like, let's say like a Cancer or a Pisces, you know what I mean? Um, I think they do well with each other, in my opinion, you know, the fire and, you know, air, and to me, out of those signs, those are the most, you know, um, especially like Sag out of the fire signs, to me, I feel like are the most um, detached out of the fire signs. And then of course, out of the air signs is definitely Aquarius and Gemini, um, but Aquarius over Gemini, in my opinion. But yeah, anyway, patterns in the Leo woman's sexual relationships. So let's see. Let's see. Okay. So the Leo woman's sexual relationship tended, tends to display the following patterns, which to some extent apply to platonic ties as well. She is usually fascinated very early with movie stars, blonde bombshells, and glamour that radiate sexuality. She tends to develop early and to play act at being older. She is apt to try to pass for 16 as early as 13, and she may steal older girls' boyfriends with her act. Still, it is mostly an act, and inside she is very much a little girl acting out a new fantasy. She likes to do things on principle. She may just decide to lose her virginity on the principle that she has waited long enough. Emotionally, the first years of sex may fail to touch her deeply. Playing and games are fun, but when it comes to intercourse, she may not want it or enjoy it until well into her 20s. But this won't stop her from being active sexually. Keeping the low to medium level of pleasure she derives from intercourse a secret, a tip to men, Leo likes lots of foreplay and may often prefer it as the main course. She is unlikely to have many deep affairs before her marriage. She does not give her heart easily or quickly, and she is apt to be immature at the time she marries emotionally green. She is also sexually unfulfilled. She may marry at 18 or 23. She is unlikely to wait unusually long for the for, for she would then feel left out. She is very much a social animal, and if marriage is the name of the game, she is likely to play it. When the Leo woman marries, she usually believes that her marriage was made in heaven, and on earth it shall survive. She is romantic and usually wants uh, marriage for life. If the castle of her dreams crumbles more quickly than she imagines, she must examine her expectations and her own willingness to be a mature adult. If she is giving enough, has she grown up? Is she still playing games that obstruct self-knowledge and sharing? Hers is one of the luckiest signs in the Zodiac in that she has a good chance of keeping her marriage together, provided she learns to curb her impetuous tendency to, in, to consider herself the most important one in the, in the partnership. She is almost always able to attract her man. She can even dominate him for a time or perhaps permanently if she ever becomes the head of her household, she may be hooked on that role forever. Okay. She is likely to try to bandage and heal a bruised marriage, and she often succeeds. Her Achilles heel is her great need to shine and live with fantasy expectations. Though she finds her own stage, the marriage may work well. If Leo separates or divorces, she is bound to face an especially difficult period. 
However, it can be a period of growth and she could and she should understand that it is necessary that the Leo woman is almost always divorced as a result of failed expectations or of, of an incomplete awareness of her own um, behavior and needs. A separation or divorce can teach her most of what she needs to know in order to build another. Happy relationships playing around normally run against Leo's grain. She would prefer being monogamous, totally involved with her man. Experimental sex is almost always a sure sign that something in the relationship is in decline and that she herself has become aware of it. Oh, extra martial sex. I'm sorry. I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. Um, okay, so... However, it can also be a sign of immaturity and of ego needs so excessive that she seeks a source of adult adultation, adulation other than her partner. So, you know, um, I don't know this sounds, I wonder, is it kind of sounds a little accurate to the other book, Sextrology, if you haven't heard that episode that was way back last year for, um, the Leo woman, but yeah, um, Leos are very, um, they're very loyal, but yeah, they're not getting what they need from their man. And a lot of it has to do with kind of feeding their ego a little bit and their emotions, like emotionally, you know, like not overly, but you know, like feeding what they need. Um, they kind of will seek out other attention and I know this because I've seen it happen. <laughs> I've seen it happen in front of my face um, with Leos, um, like Leo women, when their man is not giving them what they need, they tend to, it's like they'll stay with that relationship, but they will seek outside the relationship for a man that, you know, like will have sex with them and gives them what they need kind of like mentally and mentally, physically, and kind of like emotionally, I guess you can say. So it says what the Leo woman needs to learn. The Leo woman needs to learn how to love. Her astrological ruler is the sun, the heart and furnace of our solar system. Her specific zodiacal task is to open her heart. Um, Leo, you must, one, overcome your selfishness and resultant insensitivity. Two, develop a better awareness of your inner self. Three, lower your expectations. Four, avoid being stuck in an emotional rut out of habit or on principle. And five, find constructive outlets for your prodigious creativity. If you take some of this advice, you will be a happier partner and friend. So here's Leo's sexuality. Um, Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just looking. looking, looking. Okay, so, all right. So Leo sexuality. The Leo woman has a legend to live up <laughs> up to. The legend of the fabulous sex symbol. John Don, Don may have been writing about the Leo woman's love nature in the following. Come live with me and be my love. And we will, and we will some, and, and we will some new pleasures prove of golden sands and crystal brooks with silken lines and silver hooks. She is bound to be an early enchantress, a Lolita with far more sexual power than she herself can handle. Men respond to her before she herself can respond sexually without guilt or confusion. Her sexuality almost never blooms fully until she is well into her 20s. 
She may function well sexually but not feel deeply. She may play to a full house and give a lively performance while performing a semi-virgin at heart. She likes to be involved, but she may like to be admired, craved, and flattered even more. She is usually kind but selfish, impressive but lazy. She is contradictory. She may dislike vulgarity, yet find herself attracted to men who force her to drop her inhibitions. She tends to make a cult of a beauty her own. She may wear jewelry to bed and and perfume her sheets. On her first sexual encounter, she may behave decorously, insisting on a night a nightlight and a nightgown. Keep in mind that in reality, she may be impatient to overcome the limitations of civilized behavior and may want her man to take the lead and the consequences. Though she has a healthy sex drive and seldom wants to expand uh, too much energy attracting men, she is born with a kind of inner arrogance. Making the most of her looks, she is usually content to lie back in splendor, awaiting her next Prince Charming. The Leo woman is at home with sex and wants it combined with the resources money can provide. Rarely does she consider making love in a shack as exciting as shaking up at the Ritz-Carlton. Leo tends to fall in love often and love rarely. She may prefer the drama of courtship to the predictability of, of any permanent nesting arrangement. When she decides to love, her decision is usually rational and willed. Once she has made her choice, however, she tends to be loyal and stubborn about it. There are three important keys to Leo's sexuality. One, remember, remember to pay her undivided attention and talk to her about her d- desirability. She would be happy if she could outdo Marilyn Monroe, your ex-wife, and all your lover's imaginary playmates and childhood fairies in her capacity to capture and hold your loving devotion. Two, be prepared to give more than you expect to receive. She may feel that the world owes her something special and that she is not required to pay it back. And three, back your intention and your talk with telling vibes. Where her own interest is concerned, she has the finest antenna you'll ever see with which she can pick up the subtlest sexual um, signals. Your desire is what really turns her on. If you enable her to be your queen and, and company and your whore and your princely bed, she may station herself with you for life. So basically, yeah, you basically want to, you know, you, you're, you're going to have to definitely be confident, um, in yourself, uh, today, a Leo woman, uh, and understand that, you know, just because she needs you to feed, you know, like into her desires and stuff like that, that, um, it just means that she's only out for herself, like, Leos, they do care about other people, but they, they, that's just who they are. Like they said, they're ruled by the sun. The sun's basically like the center of, you know, the galaxy. It's the shit. It's the vital force, like it says. So they, it's like, you know, it's, it's the king, you know, it's, it's the king of like the Milky Way, you know what I mean? So it's like, they, they just have, they have to be able to shine. You cannot, if you want to see a sick Leo, see one that is around people who are constantly demeaning them and putting them down and saying, oh, you're just an attention or, oh, this and that, this and that. Like, yeah, I'm sure like when you joke around, it's funny here and there, but after a while, it'll really start to tear them down. Like, oh, you're such a drunk and you're dramatic or this and that, like being told that all the time and having your emotions and your opinions and everything overlooked because you're being a drama queen. Um, that'll really start to kind of kill their light, you know, and 
allele that's not shining is allele that's not it's just not being a Leo, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So, um, and like they said, you know, they, you know, it's, it's like basically how we say a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets, you know, like they want to be your queen out in public, but in the bed, they want to be your whore. They want you, they want to be fucked. They want you to, you know, like just be, you know, what do you call it? Um, not experimental, but, but, but yeah, like basically experiment different things and stuff like that. And, you know, try new things and just, you know, just be freaky, you know? So it says early sex experiences. It says the Leo girl seems to be fairly aware of the power of sex. She is bound to be a movie fan. As a teenager, she may spend long hours in front of her mirror practicing how to walk and behave like a celebrity. Even if she is shy, Leo will learn to attract notice. She may she may just be more subtle about it. As a teenager, she tends to be outwardly confident and inwardly immature. She may be too proud to reveal a normal sense of fear or an or inadequacy, and she often covers up with charming bravado. She may grow up as a tomboy, wishing she had the status of a male in the eyes of elders. She may develop intense crushes on movie stars and have special friendships with older people who can familiarize her with the world outside of, of her own. She is usually quite social and may be a cheerleader, club leader, neighborhood sex expert, expert or what? neighborhood sex expert. Like, to me, I take that as someone who's just fucking the whole, like, neighborhood, but oh, to each their own, I guess. I don't know. Or everyone's advisor on boy-girl etiquette. She is receptive to peer pressure and must be careful about fads. Including drugs, she may find it difficult to say no and may therefore become sexually involved before she really feels the urge. She is not likely to be introspective. As a result, her self-awareness may be super superficial. And her relationship may lack depth. Because she is strong-willed, she is usually able to make a good decision or to make a comeback after a bad one. If her mother is an old-fashioned female devoted Solely to domestic duties, the Leo girl will probably not wish to in, in, imitate her. Her mother's lifestyle may seem like a dead end to her, a stage too too small and drab to, to allow her to unfold. Still, a mother is a strong role model for her daughter, and the Leo girl may internalize a feeling of uncertainty about what expression to seek for a feminine side of nature. If she grows up in a restrictive environment or an overly permissive one, she almost always goes through an intense identity crisis around age 18 when she attains adulthood and 28, which corresponds to a major planetary cycle. There are times when she must decide how to, how to be feminine, how to fulfill her sexual needs, how to acknowledge the feeling that it may be her birthright or her cross to have men cater to her. By 18, she is bound to have some young man wrapped around her finger. She is finding out what it means to be a woman with the power that comes from having a strong will and the status of burgundy femme fatale. How she copes with her uh, personal potential, how she uses her power will determine much of what happens in the next stage of, of her life. And hopefully, I hope that everyone practices safe, safe sex, especially at a young age like that, like 18 and stuff. Because like, if you, I don't know, I feel like if you're not connected to the person, I hope, you know, you're not doing it to see if that's, to see if you love the person or you're attracted to them or something like that. Cause you know, like some people would choose to, 
sleep with someone to see, oh, you know, even though they're not really feeling it, but they'll just do it just to do it. And I feel like that's kind of, I don't know why some, I don't, I don't know, like in, in my experience of seeing things, um, people come kind of like emotionally detached from sex kind of, because it's just like, they don't, you know, you don't, I don't know. How can I say this? Okay. So in my opinion, if you're not like emotionally connected or you don't care for the person you're having sex with, it doesn't feel good to me. (laughs) And the reason why is because it just, you know, you don't have that connection, I guess. But I feel like usually if like some women, like I talked to this person a long time ago, because I had asked them because they pretty much did this. They would just be like, oh, you want to have sex just for, just for, like, fun, where it was, like, no connection, no nothing, just because they were bored, and I was just, like, like, I was generally, generally curious, like, how, like, so how do you, how do you do that, how do you, how do you not, how do you get, you know, like, aroused if you're, I don't know, if you're not attracted or connected, I don't know, so, some people know how to, you know, like, maneuver through life like that, but to me, I just feel like it's just, like, not as, I don't know, a a turn on, I guess, everyone's different, so love and sex for the Leo woman, the Leo woman is born to enjoy life and is likely to embark on a path filled with Willie Myers, fiancés, many friendships, and probably marriage or two, Frequently, her goal is to find the most convenient and pleasurable combination of love, affection, adultation, friendship, and fun, the very best of the easy life. It is difficult to know how much of her experience consists of action and how much is just words. Leo talks a good game but does not always follow through, nor do her facts necessarily reflect other people's viewpoints. She tends to dramatize everything and to be impulsive. One day, she may view the man she is in love with as perfect, the next The next, she may sour on him just as completely seeing him in a new light (coughs) fostered by disappointed romantic expectations. That is so true. That is so true. (laughs) Like, I know, like, Leo women who, like, they'll be like, oh, my God, he's, like, the best thing ever. You know, he has amazing dick. And, oh, my God, I love him so much. And then, like, literally, like, the next day, oh, my God, I can't fucking stand him. He gets on my fucking nose. Like, his, his dick is so terrible. And like, literally, I'm not joking, and I'm like, what, I was like, just yesterday, he said it was, like, he was, like, amazing, and you're, like, in love with this guy and stuff, so, yeah, like, Leo women are funny, like, they can be so hot and cold when they want to, the other, it says, theoretically, she is interested in a variety in love and sex, but she tends to have a hard time insinuating behavior that facilitates it, she often expects her partner to be the callous, but he may have to be able to read her mind and body language in order to please her. She tends to be possessive, though this does not always stop her from maintaining a subtle double standard with an escape hatch for herself. She demands complete loyalty and is loyal herself as long as she is content. It seems that her man is usually the vulnerable party for many a Leo lady has not learned to open herself up to the risk of loving. In early adulthood, she may be used used by men who are more calculating than she. Those who um, have learned all the right moves and have choked off feelings, the Leo woman prefers sex and love to mesh. 
but they do not always go together in her life. In her fantasies, love is as perfect and eternal as a Taj Mahal. In her real life, love may fall short, sort of, the ideal, and she usually takes this as a license to play around. However, when she is in love, her power and will to comfort, to, com- to comfort, to build her lover's ego, and to arouse him totally are hard to match. She seems to know how to make him feel like a king, how to remind him of his luck at having found his queen. The Leo woman tends to like heavy foreplay so much so that she may consider the world, the word herself an insult. She often wishes simply to play, touch, hug, lick, and experience their two bodies intertwining. And she may consider such preliminaries just as exciting as penetration itself. Once the first sexual moves are done and she feels secure, she has the potential to be mind-blowingly passionate. She may surprise herself at the intensity of her sexual expression. Until now, she may have suspected that she promises more than she delivers. But when she is really aroused and can finally dig deep into her feelings, she finds otherwise where she used to purr, she might now scream. She may kick, bite, and scratch with abandon. It is as if a new door has opened, revealing her ability to go far beyond early, earlier image-making games and mere conquetish arousal. She may become sexually dominant. She may like the woman on top, on top position and milk it for every ounce of mutual desire. Suddenly, it seems she has tapped into... Um, an ancient knowledge of sexuality and discovery, the best tantric position and breathing techniques, sexual passion can make her shed her passivity. Every trace of her reluctance may vanish as she increasingly gets lost in her own world. In the explosion of a new sensual sharing, she can be the leader, shaking her hips, closing her eyes, tossing her famous mane, a wild dervish doing an exotic ritual meeting dance. As she experiments with sadomasochism, she will probably figure uh, prefer to the dominant role. She might discover that she enjoys wearing garters to bed or various Federicks of Hollywood outfits. She usually likes oral sex very much. Once she lets go, she tends to be a grand exhibitionist. She may like to watch herself make love or engage in group scenes. If her normally conservative instincts keep her within the conventional boundaries of sexual behavior, her fantasy life is likely to be extra potent. Her fantasies may revolve around things of exhibitionism, sexual varieties of variations she may consider abnormal, adultery in various forms, bisexuality, sexual scenes with celebrities, and romance set in other historical eras, featuring Leo herself in titillating costumes. She may also enjoy pornographic films. I have met many Leo women who have experimented with bestiality and incest. Ew! That's sick. That is sick. Leo's sexual pattern generally takes the following form. So before I read that, you guys, please, please, for the love of all that is holy, do not, do not experiment with bestiality. Um, I'm going to basically put a explicit warning for that um, because I'm finna like if you don't know what bestiality is, that's Ugh, I just am gonna throw up thinking about it. That's basically fucking animals, like humping horses and fucking your dog and stuff like that. 
just doing animals sexually, which is sick. That is not healthy. So hopefully nobody is doing that. Um, and incest, hopefully there's no trigger warning here. Um, that's, don't do that either. If you don't know what incest is, that's fucking your own family. Like basically sleeping with your brother or, you know, like your, you know, your family, just put it that way. It's, um, yeah. So please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Anyway, so Leo's sexual pattern generally takes the following form. One, she is constantly aware of her impact on men. She is often on a tense but pleasurable edge of anticipation. Two, she is likely to set up situations in which she can flirt and play in which a man has many chances to build her ego and turn her on. She tends to control her sexual interaction. She may calculate off semi-consciously every glance or hip movement, she may turn her man on more quickly than herself. Uh, than she herself becomes aroused. She tends to be slow to arouse and needs a steady buildup. A leisurely sexual meal is her cup of tea. If she has quickies, they are likely to be with men who mean nothing to her. She is a proud performer and usually a pleasure to make love with. She is sensuous, delectable. Uh, she often has tendency to become a spectator on the scene of her own lovemaking. This reduces her emotional involvement and intensity for sex to be wholly satisfying. Mind, mind, body, and spirit must all be in, engaged here and now. She may focus on the atmosphere or on her lover's technique so, so much that she does not concentrate on her own feelings. She may be orgasmic, but remain untouched on deep emotional levels. Okay. The Leo woman who overcomes excessive self-involvement or detachment becomes a lover in the deepest sense. So I think that's for anyone. If you're having sex and you're detached, that to me is almost like kind of fucking a corpse in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too extreme with that. Not really fucking a corpse, but it's just, you know, it's just kind of hollow. You know, it's just like... Does anyone else, I, I, you know, you guys could always talk to me. <laughs> I have a Twitter. I know I'm not active on my IDs and social media and stuff, but I really would like to know you guys' opinion uh, with things because it's just like, when you're just detached, it's like how, like, it's almost like you don't even really want to perform because it's like you're bored, in my opinion. Or I don't know, is it, maybe I'm just overthinking it. I don't know. But it's just not fun. It is not fun if someone is just fucking you just to, like, just, you know, just to come. I always kind of say that. Like, I always tell my husband, I'm like, you know, it's not always about coming. <laughs> And he's always like, what do you mean it's not about coming? Like, that's a major part of sex. I was like, yeah, but I was like, there's times where you can just like, you just want to pleasure each other. And, you know, like, yeah, coming is great, you know, and you just want to experiment. You know, that's that's what I mean. It's not always about coming because if you're having sex and you just, you know, you want to feel good and you want to have that orgasm. Amazing, you know, but if you like experimenting, you have to be able to last long with that you know what I mean and if you're 
always focus on trying to come during your experimentation, in my opinion, you're not going to experiment very much because if you're really good and you really are sexually connected with the person you're with, you're going to end up like exploding like quick, especially when you know what they like and, you know, the ways to move and all that good stuff. But anyways, it's just like, you know, I, I like to, I like to have orgasms, but I also like to experiment like different kinds of ways of pleasuring my man, you know? And, um, I think that sex is more of a pleasure thing. Like if you, or if you're only focused on coming to me, it's just going to be boring because then I feel like when, especially men, because I feel like women, we, we can like have an orgasm and keep going. But the man, once they orgasm, that's, that's it. You know what I mean? And, um, if you're only focused on coming, then you're only going to focus on what you like, what you want and getting out of it. Like, I know TMI, like, I don't know if you guys ever been like with someone like an ex or whatever, and they just literally pound your vagina in and not really pound it, but they're like focused on their, them getting off and not giving a fuck about you. And they just do their thing and they come and they're all like, Oh, I hope it was good for you. Like, bitch, what? Like, are you serious? You just basically, like, slammed my pussy and then got your shit off and didn't do anything that felt really good to me. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel like detached sex is, and it's just not, it's not fun. Anyways, so let's go ahead and um, continue with this. So it says, what kind of lover she needs? Ideally, the Leo woman needs a lover who is generous, provides her with luxury, and flatters her enough to be her number one fan. It should be clear from the preceding description what her needs are, what what follows is what a man should not do if he wants to remain her number one. These are sure ways to turn off your Leo lady, being poor and without ambition or prospects, talking to her exclusively of yourself, talking I'm sorry, taking her to cheap places, disliking jewelry, art interior design, being blind to how she decorates herself and her place, making matters, um, okay, so making matters, where was I at? I was at something. Oh, lacking manners, forgetting important dates like her birthday, talking about her, uh, talking about other important women in your life, criticizing or nagging, making and flattering comparisons of hers to others, refusing to cater to her, taking care of your own sexual satisfaction and ignoring hers. Basically, something I just said. Publicly ridiculing her and being stingy. Okay, what she needs to learn. Um, it says Leo must uh, Leo must learn to feel. She is usually so involved with her image and with living to it that she may forget to nourish her inner self. She must make an effort to really know herself. She may nag her mate about his inadequacies without examining her own. She may not like being feminine in the traditional sense, for she often would prefer to be catered to rather than cater. Cater to uh, cater to a man. She may dislike taking care of the routine aspects of her relationships. She must learn to define what about being a female is important to her individual individually. 
She must also be open to her man who may have important things to teach her about equality in the relationship. She needs to overcome her proud reluctance to admit failure. Acting is fun and fine, but not as a way to consistently discount feelings. She would also be wise to examine and in many cases to reduce her idealized expectations. She may need to learn to love herself in a new way. Yes, she is probably proud of her, her looks, gifts of creativity and power. But is she truly content? Is she sensitive to the subtle feelings that color the spectrum of love and self-love? Only she can answer this, and only if she knows herself well. That's right, guys. It's not all. It's not always about image. You know, there's more to life than just always. You know, having me looking good and overly worshipped, in my opinion. So, let's see. So for the lifestyles, it says monogamy or non-monogamy. The Leo woman generally does not fit the old-fashioned mold. Her appetite tends to be too large to be satisfied by a man or a marriage all her life. She is apt to she is apt to have extra martial um, affairs, and she may marry more than once. She may be a model wife and yet entertain lively sexual fantasies about movie stars or other celebrities. Fantasies, after all, are not dangerous and needs not to be fulfilled through action. Leo may want to add an exciting line of work to her martial role, and this may enable her to sub- sublimate, sublimate growing pains. She is also capable of swallowing disappointment, um, anger, or failed expectations, and keeping her marriage in re- reasonably sound state, perhaps forever. She has the willpower to do just about anything. Perhaps the only universal and irrevocable truth is that she changes many times in the course of her life and so also do her needs. The following are typical situations which could influence the Leo woman to become non-monogamous. One, disappointed expectations, sensual starvation, ego starvation, increase of anxiety or stress. She tends to cope by becoming frantically social and or sexual. Feelings of exclusion. She hates to be left out. Needs for sexual dominance. Fear of abandonment. Despite her flamboyance, the Leo woman has a vulnerable ego that often harbors a fear of being left. She may habitually do the leaving instead and desire to act out of fantasies lack of fun and lightness in her marriage if her man lacks a sense of humor and cannot enjoy life she is almost sure to compensate to seek sensual pleasure elsewhere all right so um it says uh alternative lifestyle single woman slash intimate networks um the leo woman may enjoy the single life from time to time to time she often finds that freedom has its advantages such as not having to account for how she spends her time or money, but she is above all social animal, rarely an introvert with a strong need for privacy. With a close but lively group of friends, she can be quite happy as long as she keeps her jealousy and tendencies to, to pettiness to a minimum. Um, open marriage, Leo woman's tendency toward jealousy and easily hurt pride make this highly unlikely. Menage a trois. Uh, Leo may try it. The extra fun, pleasure, and affection perhaps also the the chance of exhibitionism may throw her for a time. Communal living, she may have problems since Leo is often too self-focused. If she can find a comfortable niche, niche and a position in which she is well-recognized, she may enjoy 
this lifestyle, some Leos have become administra- administrators of communes. Gay slash bisexual lifestyle, the Leo woman has a strongly developed male side and often needs to be in better touch with her femininity. This is true of heterosexual, bisexual, and gay Leos. She is not averse or to trying bisexuality, and there seem to be a fair number of gay Leo women. Shakun Ason Gout, she feels, and one rarely sees a Leo reproach someone about her on his sexual preference. On the contrary, she may admire wide experimentation, though she does not necessarily engage in herself. So that's it for that one, you guys. So let's go ahead and jump into the erotic astrology. Um, of course, this book is a lot shorter, and I noticed this book is hella long. So, I mean, if if they would have added more diversity and sex signs, I would not read this book because I felt like the sex signs book is actually quite long. But this one is going to, of course, be to men and women. So let's see. So it says, of course, this goes off the sun sign. But if you have any of these in your big three or or either a Venus or a Mars, to be honest, in any of your personal planets, pretty much, um, they just express in kind of different ways. Anyway, uh, Leo, like the sun shines with stellar incandescence. Never one to shy away from the limelight. You can be found wherever uh, wherever the action is, the thick, the, the thick is. Courageous, enth- enthusiastic, and ambitious, you love dramatizing your experience and thrive on experiment and, and adulation. The typical line is on most of the time, and fame and, rec- and recognition are infinitely more important to you than either money or power. Even the most timid pussycat is an actor at heart. Moreover, the role you assume is a noble one, and you abhor anything mean, mean or, pe- or petty. The regal lion feels entitled to the best life has to offer. You willingly share what you have with others, especially your lo- your loved ones. A take in charge person and self assurance and optimism inspire confidence in those around you. Although the lion is often accused of being bossy. What you really want is to be the boss. You like to make your own decisions and strongly resent being told what to do. When you achieve, when you achieve your heart's desire, recognition as leader, you usually refrain from bossing others around. However, you actually enjoy helping other people manage their lives, and if you're not careful, you could end up trying to run them. The infamous Leo pride is no myth. Anyone who wants to get along with you will refrain from stepping on your toes or wounding your ego. Loyalty is your maximum. You repay those who stick by you and give you what you consider your due by doing whatever it takes to justify your confidence in you. However, those who disappoint you, hurt your pride, or let you down will hear the lion roar. So it says in bed. Okay. As be- as befits their fiery sun signs, li- lions possess a robust, consistent sex drive. You throw yourself wholeheartedly into eroticism and make an ardent, passion, passionate, inventive bedmate. However, Leo's fixed element makes you considerably less aggressive in initiating sexual contact than other- than the other two fire signs, Aries and Sagittarius. You prefer relying on your devastating charm and magnetic sex appeal to draw potential lovers to you. As a member of a fixed sign, you dislike change. Despite your passionate nature, there is a touch of conservatism in your pleasure-seeking that prevents you from straying too far outside traditional boundaries. 
um, ever attentive to your partner's needs and desires, you expect your consideration to be reciprocated. Although your sexual prowess may be up there with the most ardent, Aries or Scorpio, your Leonin ego requires frequent encouragement and reassurance. The mate who hopes to win and keep your heart should remember that lions need to feel cherished and admired as well as loved. So as you can see, this is this is not joking. This is a completely different book, and all of them say that they need to be admired and cherished to be happy. So if you're with a Leo or you want a Leo, you know what to do, okay? This is not this is not a joke. Okay, so it says turn-ons and turn-offs. Leo is the most ardent and attentive of bedmates, but you would rather be alone than, than, than involved with the wrong person. The royal lion is status conscious and something of a snob. You must be able to respect and admire the person you love, and your ideal, your ideal partner is intelligent, dignified, and classy. More than anything, your lover must always remember who is number one and act on this knowledge at all times. You're a star in the bedroom, you know it, and want to be certain that your partner knows it too. The lion loves seduction and foreplay. For you, making love is an art form, and fulfilling your erotic fantasies is a major turn-on. Sensual and hurried lovemaking and lavish comfort appeals to you more than grabbing a quickie before rushing off to the office. The back is Leo's most sensitive area, and sweeping caresses over your back and spine sexually stimulate and excite you. You enjoy building anticipation for an erotic encounter by setting up the scene in advance. Sexy attire turns you on, as does dressing and undressing your partner. Although you usually prefer wooing or being wooed luxuriously as befits your regal status, the freewheeling, spontaneous part of your love nature is rejuvenated by unplanned moments. And an occasional bit of impromptu, devil-may-care lovemaking can inflame your desire and keep your sex life um, fresh and, and new. So, um, what was that one that I wanted to look at? There was something I wanted to um, mention, but I can't remember where um, I was saying it. Um, where was it? Oh, okay. So yeah, so it says, um, it says you must be able to respect and admire the person you love and your ideal partner is intelligent, dignified, and classy. And basically they want someone that basically, you know, gives them, you know, like kind of tells them words of affirmation. So to me, in my opinion, um, with a Leo, that sounds a lot like um, a Libra. I think a Libra would do well for Leos because as a Libra myself, um, we're very good with um, compliment, complimentation. I know I am, and I don't say it to be an asshole. I don't say it. I don't give a fuck what these memes and everybody else says that, oh, they say that shit because uh, Libras are two-faced and liars and shit. No. A Libra is not going to compliment you if they don't mean it. I'm telling you, no joke, because I will say things to strangers. You know what I mean? Like, if I see someone and I like their shirt or their outfit, their hair, their eyes, you know, like anything, I'll be like, oh, you look very pretty today. Or, oh, I love your outfit. Oh, your hair is beautiful. Oh, I love the color of your hair. You know, like I say things like that because I mean it. And, um... 
I think if I think it, you know, like it's night. It's good to tell people when you like something. You know what I mean? Um, because it makes it lights them up. That's one thing when I when I do do that to strangers and stuff. It really lights them up. Like, oh, thank you. You know, like, um, it makes them feel good, and that makes me happy. I like making people feel happy, and I'm not gonna just tell someone bullshit. You know, because that's not making someone happy. That's lying to them, in my opinion. So. I feel like a Libra, you know, would do very well for Leo because, yeah, like, if you're great in bed and stuff, we're going to tell you. You're going to be like, oh, like, babe, you're fucking amazing. Like, oh, you know, like, I love that thing that you did. Or, oh, you look um, you look so sexy today. Like, I think, you know, that would be perfect. <laughs> okay, so sexual synergy. Um, So this is where it's going to tell you how it's going to work with all the other 12 signs, basically. So let's start, of course, with Aries. Leo with Aries is there is a lot of energy and excitement in this pairing. Sexually, the sparks will fly. Temperamentally, it's a good match because each of you is idealistic, optimistic, and outgoing. Despite the harmony, volatile, hot-tempered individuals are sure to clash. When you do, your battles will be boisterous and dramatic. Uh, Leo with Taurus. The combination of these two strong-willed fixed and signed individuals can be challenging, to say the least. Everything should go very well, especially in the bedroom, until you two fail to see eye to eye on something. You can promise it's necessary to make this pair successful. So me being in the astrology course, I can tell you that, as I always say, it's definitely way more than the sun sign, and even uh, mode, um modality has a lot to do that uh with that too so just because you're the same fucking sign or just because you're within elements opposite of that's supposed to match if your modality is you know like also kind of off that can provide problems too so of course I will definitely get into that more um once I get done I'm I, I'm literally almost done with my first one and then I mentioned to you guys that I did um because you have to do that first one unless to um be able to take the other relationship relationship synastry course because you're gonna have to understand you know like aspects and houses and how all that shit you know affects and so I'm about there and yeah I'm so excited to be able to do that um so yeah anyways so Leo with Gemini, this mixture of fire and air can be great as long as the twins don't try to manipulate the lion or steal the regal star's audience. Leo is jealous and may begin to resent Gemini's independent, free-willing lifestyle. Still, you two have fun together in the bedroom and out, and you're not likely to grow bored or tired of each other's company. Leo with Cancer, this pairing can be difficult because of your different temperaments, but it's uh, definitely doable. Leo is flattered by Cancer's worshipful attention, yet resentful of the crab's emotional neediness. Even so, you two have a lot in common. You both want to live in the grand manner that comes with success, affluence, and social prestige. Leo with Leo, romantically, you two get along famously with lots of hot sex and fun and fun at the outset. However, both need to be the center of attention and neither wants to share the starring role with the other. If your union turns into competition, competition, the relationship may fizzle out. Leo with Virgo. This isn't the easiest combination. Zodiac, Leo is sensitive to criticism and likely to regard Virgo's idea of constructive criticism as a personal attack. In bed, however, (laughs) excuse me, guys. In bed, however, 
The exciting lion inflames the imagination of the hesitant virgin because of Virgo's flexibility. This match can work as long as Leo has a starring role. Leo with Libra, this blend of fire and air sounds ideal, but there are possible pitfalls. Both of you are romantics and your sex life should be hot. However, Leo normally sees life in terms of I, not we, whereas Libra born under the sign of partnership tends to think in pairs, which that is true. We do. Everything I say with my husband is always we. It's never an I thing. It's like, we need to do this. We, you know, this and that, Um, even with friends. Leo with Scorpio. The question here is not whether you two get along in the bedroom. It's if you can stand each other in the rest of the house. Both of you tend to be dictatorial and domineering. Scorpio's dark secrecy presents a sharp contrast to Leo's sunny optimism. This all or nothing union only works if both pull in the same direction. Um, Leo with Sagittarius. The sexual relationship between you two is sure to be fiery and exciting. However, the archer refuses to take love seriously, and the tendency to avoid commitment could bother the more settled lion. Short term, you'll surely have a wonderful time together, but may have to work at sustaining a lifelong union. Leo with Capricorn. The goat's emotionally detached, reserved attitude presents a sharp contrast to the lion's warm enthusiasm and cheerful temperament. Nevertheless, there is a solid sexual energy between you, and you may enjoy many passionate bedroom moms. You both honor your commitments and prize loyalty and fidelity above all else. Leo with Aquarius. Opposites attract, and Leo is often intrigued by the water bear's oddball originality, but the more conventional lion may be turned off by Aquarius's anything-goes approach to lovemaking. Although you're, you're both upfront and sincere, your fixed natures make you extremely stubborn and sometimes intractable. Leo with Pisces. You two function on totally different psychological levels. The fish dwells on an emotional inner plane, whereas the lion is extroverted and action-oriented. Nevertheless, mysterious mystical Pisces fascinates the worldly lion. Easily enchanted by Pisces flattery and and adulation, when the fish seeks protection, the lion eagerly obliges. So that is it for that book, and you see why. That's why I added the other one, because that's how short it is. But um, very interesting, though. Short, but but interesting. So that is it, you guys. That is it for the Leo sexuality and relationship aspect um, of this one. Um, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everyone's taking care of themselves because your girl, your girl is struggling. But I will be okay, and I am blessed, and, you know, I have to get back on my shit, you know, like I said, I have not been perfectly consistent lately, um, especially when I was feeling tired, so I gotta get back on my shit. Started my morning with bone broth, with spinach, and minced garlic, and some herbal spices, it was amazing, Uh, now I'm gonna go take myself to run errands, and of course, I'm gonna start with exercise and everything else, so... Um, I hope you guys are feeling okay, and I will be back in Virgo season, baby, so I love you guys so much, uh, take care, truly, take care, bye.